often the one thing that's getting in our way more than anything else is ourselves. It's the, the thoughts we think, the beliefs we have, the habits we've established over the years that are consistently getting in our way rather than supporting us. Are you a community leader who's looking to really build your community through the power of email? It's the first chance you have to get in front of the right people, and you should make the most of it. So many community leaders take the template approach, and you've lost your community before they've even found you. How about crafting the perfect welcome series instead? You can grab my guide, Crafting the Perfect Welcome Series, at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Discover the tips and tactics I use to help my clients get up to an 80% open rate. When people open those first few emails, they're more likely to continue opening your messages, engaging, and buying from you. Build your community the right way with a welcome series that converts. Grab your copy at theaudienceconverter.com slash giveaway. Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Welcome to another episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter and marketing strategist. And today I'm going to be talking about something many of us don't really put too much thought into, but as entrepreneurs, we do this every single day. And now we're going to talk about a framework. And I am talking about making excellent decisions and how to make sure you're making the right decisions for you and your business. And to help me talk about this topic today, I'm so excited to introduce Robert McPhee. Robert is a speaker, author, coach, and consultant, and he helps people understand how to deal effectively with change. He's the author of the Manifesting for Non-Gurus book and Partner Journal. He's also a former director of training for Jack Canfield, which you might recognize as the co-creator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul book series. He's a founding member of the Transformational Leadership Council and creator, of course, of the Excellent Decisions leadership program. He shows people how to make decisions based on their vision, values, and value rather than all of the stress and pressure that most of us are under. So this is a really powerful topic for entrepreneurs. And I just want to say, Robert, thank you so much for coming on the show and and welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. And uh, I love how you're out there helping people get their message out and let's help them get clear about their message first. Absolutely. So we're just going to dive on in here. Robert, can you tell me a little bit about kind of what was your journey like to becoming this excellent decision master? (laughs) Excellent decisions master. I love that. So uh, the journey starts in actually a pretty unusual way. When I first graduated from college, a friend of mine and I started a valet parking company of all things. And uh, you wouldn't think that would have anything to do with getting into the coaching and consulting profession but our company became very, very successful. It started as just a summer job. And as it got more and more successful, we realized how important it was to create some sort of company culture to have a sense of not just what we were doing, parking cars, but why we were doing it and why it was important as we were growing. And I ended up being the person who did that. And I just loved it. I was teaching and training and working with our managers and our employees. So we realized as the company was growing, that we create a culture, that we create a sense of not just what we were doing, but why we were doing it. And, and someone had to take that on and do it. And it actually ended up being me simply because nobody else wanted to do it. 
the more of this training and teaching that I was doing, the more I enjoyed it, the more I felt like that was really what was on purpose for me. So over a period of time, I transitioned out of the parking company. My partner actually bought me out. And I started doing a lot more of the teaching and training work. And that was how I got connected with Jack Canfield and worked with him for a number of years, which was an amazing experience. And in 2010, I actually transitioned out and started doing the work on my own. Wrote the book that you mentioned, Manifesting for Non-Gurus, which I learned is a clever title, but a horrible brand. And uh, you could probably speak to that better than I can. (laughs) But uh, about three years ago, switched my branding all around to this concept of excellent decisions and making decisions based on vision and values and value rather than stress and pressure. And that's just made all the difference in the world for me. That's been such a compelling conversation for individuals and organizations. And it's really at the heart of everything that I do now. Gotta say, you're the first guest I've had on who used to park cars for a living. Um, <laughs> I, I love that your origin story is so interesting and unique because for so many people, we have this idea in our heads that, you know, as you said, right, people go with the flow or they only make those decisions based on, I've got all these stressors in my life, something needs to happen, I guess I should make a choice now. And, you know, what you were talking about, uh, how you, you kind of dived right in and started this company, which a lot of people do as entrepreneurs, they dive right in and just start the company. And then realizing you need that culture and that kind of leading you to helping other people kind of build that into their company. I, I love that journey. Yeah. And it's, as I look back on it, you know, it's funny, we'd like to look ahead and know exactly how things are going to go. And, you know, as you and I are recording this, we're in the middle of a time that there's a lot of uncertainty going on and people are talking a lot about uncertainty as if somehow before this all happened, there was a lot of certainty. And and the truth is we never really know. There's so much unexpected that happens and we can't really imagine the path that we're going to end up taking. And I never thought when I was running that parking company that I would now be doing what I'm doing now. But it really was a combination, like you said, of both being willing to step out and take action and try new things, but also listening. Like when I started doing that training and teaching work, I really, I heard, like I felt in my body, it was a very physiological experience about just, this is what I'm meant to be doing. This is, this is really on purpose for me. It brings me joy. Absolutely. And I think it's really powerful, right, that you you mentioned about the importance of listening to how you feel when doing what you're doing. Because uh, so many of us, we, we get into what we do because we really like it. And then sometimes we kind of go off and meander onto the wrong path because we're chasing what people call the money, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You got into this because you love doing X, Y, Z, but suddenly you're only focusing on this one little small part of it because of the money. And I love that uh, you know, you're talking about how you had started with, you know, building up this company and it kind of by the wayside became all about culture and then listening to that you really enjoyed that part. And so you made that the primary in your business. Yeah. And the money is a really great example of one of those stresses and pressures that sometimes people let drive the decisions they make and the actions that they take and not to take anything away from money. I mean, I think money's great. I I love making money. I love having lots of money. You know, I think, you know, there's real value, but the truth is the money itself just allows us to have more of what we really want in our life. And what breaks my heart is I see people who, and I think this is the example you were giving, who are chasing the money without thinking about what it really means, somehow thinking that the money itself is going to make them happier or more satisfied when in fact, 
the money itself, again, has no meaning until we associate it with something. The money will allow us to do more or have more, but do more of what? Have more of what? Jim Rohn, who's one of my favorite teachers, used to say that more money will just make us more of who we already are. And I see that happening all the time. People who are happy and joyful and generous and caring, they make more money and they become even happier and even more joyful. And they're able to do even more for other people. And they're having this great experience of life. And generally, people who are unhappy and then they make more money tend to just be more unhappy. It, it just That's just kind of the way it works. For sure. And I like that quote because I've heard a variation of it before, but, you know, there's also the quotes out there about, you know, money can't buy happiness, but it sure does help and all these types of things. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm, of course, you know, I'm a fan of money too. Money is good. Uh, but, you know, making sure that we're making those decisions for things other than the money. So, you know, talking about making a decision and not making money the only deciding factor, you know, is there a process for making excellent decisions? Kind of what would that look like? Where do people start? Well, there definitely is a process. And, and just to be clear, I'm a believer in the fact that it's not an either or decision when it comes to money or being on purpose and living our life the way we really want to live it. That it's absolutely possible to have both. And in fact, I see over and over again that when people get really clear about what's important to them and, and are headed in the direction of living their life really on purpose, the money can and often does flow much more easily and with a lot less hard work and effort and willpower and struggle than it does if we're just chasing the money. So that's one thing. And then, you know, I believe, <laughs> and I admit to being biased because I do this work, but I do believe there's absolutely a process to follow in order to put ourselves in a position to make more of what I call excellent decisions. Those decisions based on vision and values and value rather than all the stress and pressure. And the process we use starts with awareness. It starts with First of all, really understanding if we want to make some change in our life, if we want to create something different in our life, or even, and this is the case in today's world, even if we're dealing with a change that's been thrust upon us, it's really important to understand how change works. You know, how does this game that we're trying to play, like, what are the rules? How does it work? And so often people, I mean, it's human nature to try and change things, to try and make things better, to grow and to learn and to be better. But so often people get stuck, you know, they experience resistance. Uh, I call it the change paradox. As human beings, we're, we're wired to want things to be different, but we're also wired to resist. And so awareness of how that whole process works is really important. And also awareness of the importance. So for us, there absolutely is a process. And the process that we use to help people make more excellent decisions, more decisions based on their vision, their values, and their value starts with awareness. It starts with understanding how change works. So often people want change in their lives. They want to create things that are more or, or better or in some cases less when it comes to weight. But they don't often know how change works and they, they experience resistance that they don't understand. And for a lot of people, change is hard work and effort and struggle. And so the first step of our process is to help people understand how change works so they can flip all that around. The other part of awareness for us that we find is really important is personal responsibility and understanding the importance and 100% responsibility for the results and the experiences that we create in our life. Because if people aren't aware of that, if they're not willing to embrace that, the truth is all the rest of the work that we do to help people make excellent decisions is going to be interesting and entertaining, 
but probably really not make a significant difference if people aren't willing to take responsibility. So that, that's that first piece about awareness. The second piece, and there's only three, just so you know, the, the second piece is about what we call clarity. And this is where we get into the conversation about vision and values and value and making sure that people are asking the right questions to get clear about what their vision is, where they want to go, what kind of life they want to create for themselves, what kind of results and experiences they want their values, which is why they want all that. It's an exploration of what's really important to them. And then also their value, which, and I know you work with a lot of people in the area of business and and finance. This is especially important there, where if we want to make more money, if we want to be more successful in that arena, it's really important and really valuable to be really clear about our value. What do we bring? What are the skills and talents and unique abilities that we have that create our value in the marketplace? So that's clarity. And then once we've done awareness and clarity, the third piece before we get into action is called letting go of attachments. And this is huge for a lot of people because often the one thing that's getting in our way more than anything else is ourselves. It's the the thoughts we think, the beliefs we have, the habits we've established over the years that are consistently getting in our way rather than supporting us. So we have a process that we use to help people identify what those obstacles are, what those attachments are. And and we teach people and show people how to let go of those attachments, how to get out of our own way and achieve what we call high, real clarity about what we want and why we want it, but low attachment. We don't need it. You know, we know that our life is wonderful and great just the way it is. Even if we don't double our income or lose the weight or whatever it is, we come at it from a place of not being attached to those goals and outcomes. So the awareness, the clarity, And the letting go of attachments is the process that we use to put people in a position to then get in action in a completely different way, get in action in a way that's much more easy and effortless and not so much struggle and hard work, uh, willpower and all that kind of thing that just doesn't create an enjoyable experience of life. So many great things in that process, and especially that last part about letting go of attachments, because a lot of us think of the word attachment and we think of things like, oh, I need to not covet somebody else's really nice car or the really nice house. But what you're talking about is kind of letting go of that mindset and that process of thought that we have that says we need to do something in a particular way. And realizing that we're standing in the way of us making the decisions that will actually help us grow. Yeah, and there's a few attachments that come up very consistently for people. You know, there's the the sense of, I need this. I have to have this. If I don't increase my income, my life is not going to be complete. If I don't find the perfect relationship, you know, I'm a failure. Whatever the sense of, I have to, I need to. So that's one of the things we try to help people let go of. Uh, The second one is about needing to know how, like you talked about and we talked about earlier. You know, I need to somehow know the exact path that I'm going to follow before I get started. And the truth is, we can't possibly predict that. You know, it's going to go the way it's going to go and let go of the need to have it all figured out. And this, honestly, this is a struggle for me. I'm Mr. You know, planner, you know, figure it all out ahead of time. And, and there's a point called get into action, try something, see if it works, and, and then follow the lead of the feedback. And then the third attachment that comes up on a very consistent basis is all around opinions. And we have all these opinions and we're we're worried about other people's opinions and we don't want to 
what will other people think? And we get all wrapped up in our own opinions about ourselves and what we're capable of and what we've done before and what we might be able to do. And, and there's something so powerful about just letting go of those opinions and doing what we call accept and allow. Accept ourselves and other people just the way we are and allow other people to have their opinions. I always tell people, I can tell you exactly how someone's going to respond. You know, when you go out and you take this action, I can tell you exactly how they're going to respond. They're going to respond the way they respond. They always do, you know, (laughs) and the degree to which we're willing to just let that happen and, you know, let my mom think what she thinks about what I'm doing. But if it's on purpose, like if we're taking actions that are truly in alignment with our vision and our values and our value, most of the people in our lives will really maybe not initially because it might make them uncomfortable that we're changing and doing something different. But eventually the people who are our our closest and best friends of people who we really should have, you know, holding close in our life, they'll be supportive of that because they want us to have a life that's in alignment with our vision and our values and our value. Absolutely. I like that you listed out the like most common attachments because for so many of us, we can you know, we get the the idea behind a new concept, behind a new way of thinking, but then we can't really see those examples. Like, what would that really mean? So kind of listing out, you know, how people have to let go of those attachments, especially what I like we were talking about, which is the making sure that you don't fall down into that. Well, how is it going to happen? I have to know this before I can move forward because that is what can really paralyze people and really stop them from moving forward because they feel like they need to have all the answers before they can do something. So I love that, you know, kind of identifying those really, really common attachments so that people can see that and realize that they're not by themselves. They're not alone. And those are the types of things that are holding them back. Yeah. And you're, something about you is bringing out the Jim Rohn quotes in me today, but the, another Jim Rohn worth doing is worth doing poorly. And when I first heard that, it like fried a brain circuit for me. I was like, what? That makes no sense. What, doing it poorly? Because I was so committed, you know, whatever I was doing, whether it was running the parking company or running a training or doing coaching, whatever, I was always committed to doing it really well. So I was like, doing it poorly. But the point was, if it truly is worth doing, it's worth getting into action and taking steps and and doing it. Like, like actually do it. Don't just talk about it. Don't just visualize it. Like get in the game and and do something, even if you're not sure. And even if even if it doesn't work out, it's worth it if it's really again in alignment with what's most important to you. That is a very interesting quote. But I like the way that it it kind of helps people see that you know, perfectionism isn't the goal. The goal is to move forward. You know, I I follow quite a lot of online personalities, obviously in the marketing world. And one of them uses the phrase, you know, iterate your way to awesome because you always need to get your get starting choice, right? Uh, It's not your permanent choice. It's not, you know, absolutely where you're going to stay, but you need to at least make a choice to move forward and get something done. Well, yes. And I would imagine in your area, you know, it's great to work with someone who has the kind of expertise that you have. But I know in the work that you do, there's also a lot of testing, right? Like you do the best you can to identify what's going to work and then you go out and test it, right? You don't know that it's going to work. You you test it and see, right? Absolutely. And that's something that bothers a lot of people about marketing. They're like, I want to know it's going to work. And I'm like, there's no way to tell. Because your audience, you can do as much deep research, you can like hire a market research firm if you want, but the way your audience reacts 
is not something that is 100% predictable. You can make right. best guesses. You can make best processes. You know, you can take the way they're speaking online and the way they interact with other similar products and, you know, make that value statement, but the way they react to even a simple headline. So that's why, um, you know, there's a, there's a popular phrase in marketing, which is if everything is working well, you're not testing enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. that kind of goes back to the idea of, you know, if you've got three headlines for a particular, uh, let's do email, right? You, you send out two emails, uh, they're the same content, but the subject lines are different, seeing which one it opens. And if they have like an equal open rate, that means you need to test something else because you want to know what really turns your audience off and you want to know what really, really gets them excited. So and especially in the marketing world, right? You have to get that started decision and then you continually test. You never stop testing in marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And working with an expert will accelerate that process and put you in a position where if something doesn't go well, you can respond really quickly and, and kind of course correct. But it, it is so true. You know, if we're waiting until we have something to, to be at a place where we absolutely know that it's going to work, it's going to be a really long wait because <laughs> we just don't know. So, Well, and the universe is not completely predictable, right? Where's the yeah. fun in living and making choices if you always know how it's going to turn out? Yeah. So we're, we're nearing the end of our time together. And, you know, we've talked about so many great things. You know, the first few steps about making excellent decisions, having that awareness, finding that clarity, really identifying where you want to go and your values and your value. I love that those are two separate things, but they, they do really... Uh, work together because you want to be doing something that's in alignment with who you are and also your goals and, and what you bring to the table. So, you know, after all of this really great stuff about how to make excellent decisions so that you can build the life and the business that you're wanting, what would you say is like the one key action item? What is the one thing people need to do after listening to this episode? Well, I think in the world we're living in today, and I don't, I don't know, as, as we're recording this, we're right in the middle of the coronavirus situation. I don't know when it'll actually be, be posted, but in the world that we're living in today, and, and I think the way the world's going to be for quite some time, the, the element of vision is, is getting a little tricky because there really is a lot of uncertainty look ahead, looking ahead. So my answer to your question would really zero in on the idea of values. I think as the world is pausing and the world is changing around us, it's more important than ever to be really clear about our values. And in terms of a specific action that people can take to, to start that process or, or re-engage that process, there's a really simple question that we can ask ourselves, and that is, what is important to me? What is important to me? And it's great to just sit down with a journal or, or a blank sheet of paper and just ask yourself that question over and over again. What is important to me? What is important to me? And make sure as we're moving ahead, again, in this kind of uncertainty that we're experiencing right now, that we're doing that from a place of clarity about what's most important to us and that a knowledge, a certainty about what's important to us is what's driving the way we think, the decisions that we make, and then ultimately the actions that we take so we keep creating our life the way we want it to be, even though the world around us is going a little bit crazy right now. For sure. I, I wholeheartedly agree with the world's going a little bit crazy. But, you know, <laughs> to be fair, the world is never uh, going to be quote unquote normal, right? Something is always going on in the world. So being able to sit down and really kind of write out. And I like that you said, you know, to, to ask yourself that over and over and over again, because it's so important for you to really make sure that the, the values you're 
keeping close to heart are exactly what you want them to be in and phrased the right way. So Robert, I want to say thank you so much for coming onto the show and sharing your wisdom with my audience. And if people are interested in learning more about what you do and who you are, uh, how can they get in touch with you? Best way is through the website, which is excellentdecisions.com. A video that we offer that deals with that explanation of change that I talked about, why we experience resistance even when it's a goal that we know is good for us, we still experience resistance. And there's a video I created that helps people understand that. Uh, there's also a free PDF copy of my book that's available at excellentdecisions.com forward slash joy. And people get the video and the book by going there. Awesome. Be sure to check out the video and the free copy of the book so that you can start making excellent decisions as well. And, and Robert, thank you again so much for being on the show and uh, for, for having you and, and sharing all of your information with us. Thanks so much for having me. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.